Hello and welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Number one, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. It's easy as ABC. That's how tasty beer can be. <laughs> I'm without, without preparation for that experience. That kind of thing happens spontaneously. You can't plan for genius. It does. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, moving swiftly on. One, two, three. Whoever thought we'd get to one, two, three, Roland? Not me. No, me neither. Yeah, I was surprised when we got past two. Yeah, we, we committed to the drinking and that's good. Yeah. Um, this is a, it's been a while actually, I, I haven't had a, a beer for a couple of days because um, I've been in post-Indie Man dealing with it. Um, I haven't had beer for a couple of hours. Yeah. I mean, post-natal depression. <laughs> <laughs> how, was, how was Indie Man rolling, glue? Indie Man was excellent. Um, yeah, really good. Really interesting. I, I, I've spent a lot more time chatting with these people. Like the downside of getting to know some people in, uh, in beer is you spend a lot more time chatting, a lot less time drinking. Was I um, missed? You were. Good. We all missed you. Um, you. It was a bit odd having an indie man without you there, yeah. I've got to say. First one. Um, it felt odd an indie man happening without me. Next year, one. we'll definitely fix that. Yes, now next year yeah. I'm going to block it off in the diary very early. Um, and how was Monday? Monday was you went back to Manchester Monday as well, didn't you? That was pretty cool. That, so we went back up to Manchester for the Weird Beard Tap Takeover at Brewdog Manchester uh, with Tasha and Brian from, from Weird Beard. You know Weird Beard were at the Craven Arms as well in a couple I've of weeks. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, they're doing Tap Takeover there too. Yeah, that's Night cool. before I fly to New York. <laughs> Just what you need. Yeah. Good preparation for the New York mm. Marathon, isn't it? Go to it a is, weird beer tap takeover. Can't end badly at all. None no, of their beers are high. No, how could that ever end badly? Yeah. Um, really cool. We got to take um, so one of the, the coffee farmers we work with was was over here, and it's actually his coffee that ends up in Black Pearl. So I took them. I, I, it's great. I just got listen to a coffee farmer and a brewer chatting, and there was lots of cool talk about like experiments they could do with hops and water and stuff. Um, well, very cool. There's lots of similarities with what they're doing. You know, they're basically doing a fermentation process as yeah. well. And and, and it, yeah, it is. It, I, I again, my life is such a chaos that I couldn't go to that either. Yeah. And I was really upset because I would have loved to have uh, loved to have seen that. But no, certainly lots of fun, and we love the weird beards. We do. The yeah. weird beards are awesome. But we don't have weird beard this week. We have something different. Tell me, we Roland, have coffee. Tell me we about have it. Beer from America. Mm. This is this is the one. This is where every time Matt sends us something we don't like, it's because he wanted this one, and he's been he's making sacrifice for everything else. This is his one that he really, really, really wanted. Okay. Um, this is Boulevard Brewing, and it's Tank Seven. Where's um, Boulevard Brewing from, Roland? Boulevard Brewing is from Kansas City. Oh. Okay. Actually, I've I've not had anything from them until last weekend. After Indie Man, we ended up at. Home Sweet Home, and I had a bottle of their uh, single wide IPA, uh, which was pretty good. Um, not can, bad, we re- but can we recommend Home Sweet Home to people who listen to the podcast? We could, we probably couldn't because you know we supply a coffee that makes us biased, so we couldn't possibly encourage you to go there. But I love their breakfasts and I love and their, their beer selections, and, and I think they have some really interesting stuff there for a coffee shop to have such interesting beers. I yeah. think is highly commendable. They are, and and the food is delicious. But we couldn't possibly recommend them. And the coffee's not bad either. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. I wholeheartedly recommend that product <laughs> thing. And their cakes are even better. Anyway, back back anyway yeah. Let, let's go back to um, Boulevard Brewing. Uh, 
why don't you talk about the branding? Because that's your thang. It is my thang. Um, I don't like the back. Too much writing for me. I really like the front. The front's really good. Um, <coughs> they've got so they've got two different. This is a smokestack series, which is um, kind of like their their interesting stuff, like not the sessionable core range. It's still brewed regularly, but the beers in it are different unusual styles or higher percentages or that kind of thing so this is kind of like sage only farmhouse style 8.5 yeah i'll tell you at that moment um so a bit a bit of a different thing wow um 8.5 yeah isn't this what the wino's drink in the come on that's that's still less than most rudod beers yeah (laughs) um so, very light, very nice colour. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing. The smell Smells. is amazing. The smell is really good. I must admit, I've had a lot of farmhouse ales that have disappointed me. Yeah. So, when I saw it was a farmhouse, I was like, ooh. Because to me, that just means either dirty or badly brewed. Um, but this smells amazing. Like, I think there's a real issue with people jumping onto this bandwagon of a farmhouse. And, like, some of them do a fantastic job. The ones who like, understand what they're trying to go after, mm-hmm. they do a great job. And some people just churn one out because you meant to churn one out and it kind of doesn't live up to that, I think. Do they have any history of doing farmhouses or is this just like... just No, so... The, the, one of their experiments. This is one of the experiments. So, so this is one they just churned out? Cause in in a kind of not, not so much like... They were started in 1989 by John McDonald and that was... Back then there were 6,000 barrels a year and they're now the largest specialty brewer in the midwest mm. so they they now kind of got over nine over 130 full-time staff wow they've in 2006 they expanded to uh 60, barrels per year so that's oh. a, a lot of wow um but they've got like a core range they've got their unfiltered wheat is the one that they sell lots of to everybody um, they've got pale ale and that kind of stuff as well and the smokestack stuff is they're, they're kind of they're wanting to experiment and try some different styles try some European stuff but it's not kind of over rushed like they spend what different to maybe some people they've been doing this beer for a while it's not like a, a one off seasonal thing it's a they've been working on this beer you said I don't know whether it was a slip or not but you said it's a farm hay stroke saison Okay, so I, yeah, I said a far, like it's a farmhouse ale is their, their description. I guess I'm saying Saison because, like, over here, Saison and farmhouse ale are a bit synonymous. I yeah. guess they probably shouldn't be. This is, no, but this, this is really, really reminding me of a Saison. Well, like, like, most people these in the US, when they talk about farmhouse ale, I guess they're talking about the same things that we would talk about apart from with saisons, but the trouble is those terms are so kind of loose and vague that, yeah, yeah it, it's kind of asking for confusion. I had a a saison at, something that was called a saison at Indie Man. Oh, well, you shut up like, about Indie Man. Let it go. And it really surprised me. Um, not at all what I was expecting from something that called itself that. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, just one of those ones that it's a really broad one. This, it really does have a saison kick for me. I mean, I'm getting yeah. that spicy kind of black peppery stuff I expect from a saison. I'm getting that funkiness of a farmhouse yeah. that I'd expect too. 
Um, that Belgian bit of you. I'm not getting eight point five percent. No, horrifyingly like yeah, it. horrifyingly like you could drink this and then realise when you stand up that your legs don't work anymore. Yeah. So this is named after uh, their number seven fermenter, and they said they basically they just number seven was that one that nobody really wanted to use because it was always a little bit odd. Stuff happened. It just didn't quite right until they came to brewing this beer, and then the one that from, came from number seven. Turned out to be really good. Okay. Um, and the brewer just went, yeah, well, Tank 7 for you. So Tank 7 was the name. Um, lots of information on the website. Yeah. So this is... We like info. Yeah, 38 IBUs. Mm-hmm. So kind of moderate level. Um, 8.5%. It's um, it's quite high carbonation. It's not showing so much in, in this little bottle. They normally do them in big champagne bottles. And it's three and a half volumes which is know, quite it, high it's maintained the head yeah, quite well and, it, it and, I, and I am getting an effervescence in it as well I think yeah talking about uh, maintaining the head it's uh, it's malts is pale malt malted wheat and corn flour sorry corn flakes even sorry corn flour corn flakes um, and those that, those extra dunes that wheat and that that flour uh, corn is going to help keep that give the protein to keep that head mm-hmm um, hops are Magnum, Bravo, and Amarillo. So, yeah, again, three, three big American ones. And I guess if you're an American brewer, that that's that's using your local hops, really. That's not that's not trying to cram it in for the sake of it. That's what you've got on your doorstep. And what are your thoughts? I seem to go first all the time recently, so I'm going to let you. Uh, you're all about going you drive first. This one first. No, I'm going to let you drive this one, Roland. It's your turn. Your your time to shine. Come on, step forward. Okay, I'll take the challenge. I'll dump, jump in there and say, Matt, if this is the one that you wanted us all to taste, then good on you. This is really good beer. I can understand exactly why. Um, it's got lots going on from the yeast. The rest of it's really well balanced. It's not too sweet, which was my problem with a lot of American ones I've had recently. They've ended up too sweet, and this is really uh, lets that, that yeast shine. I'm really happy. I'm going to say... Um, Final Another. judgmental swig. Final judgmental swig and um, nine. Okay, I I'm surprised because I, I when you said eight point five, I was like, oh jeez, and I'm really not in the mood for a beer again. Today. <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but um, I've sat here and I've I've drunk half a glass of it, and and it's flowed way down way too easy. Yeah, I like. I like the saison aspect to it. I, I really do feel it has a real saison. Yeah, thing. Really and and, and, I, and I thought you knew something, like, because as I took a swim, I was like, yeah, no, that's really, it's a farm house. It, it's the yeast, yeah. yeah. That Belgian yeast, you can... Um, it's not too funky where some of the farmhouses I have had have been too funky. Yeah. I, I don't like that. Um, for me, it lacks a little bit, uh, I, I'd like a little bit more bitterness, like, just for me, yeah. it's a bit, it's, it, it's a little bit, you know, I'm not getting enough kind of. I can see that. Yeah, I, I I like it very much. Uh, well done, Matt. This is a, a great beer. Uh, I'm gonna go eight and a half. So yeah, I would definitely have this again. Uh, if I saw this somewhere uh, in a bottle fridge, uh, I would take it. For instance, if I was at Home Sweet Home in yeah. Manchester, in the Northern Quarter. <laughs> well, it's another one. Like, it, again, like from a brewery that I somehow managed to miss up to this point. And in fairness, I'm not really very big upon the American mm. American brewers this is the other part um, why I think eight and a half is a good score for this because I'm not a massive fan of the American brewers in, but it, in general it's great for to, for, to be show this um, but actually we 
I was showing this to Chris, who I was at home to home with at the weekend, and saying we're going to have this, and he said, "Oh yeah, I've had their Tank Seven. That's great beer." He loved that. Like, like oh, yeah, that's good. No, it's, it's, it's a very very solid beer. Uh, I'm, I'm very impressed. Yeah. No. And and again, we go on about this a lot, but beer bods for me should be about beers like this yeah. should be about like the, the beer and definitely last now week. a brewery I'd look out for yeah. and, and try more of on the back of and, and more of these please Matt more of not necessarily 8.5% but more of these beers that we may not have found but uh, we are now and now we are going to sh- drink up and shut and up and shut up we are